The Border Lakes were as clear as the cloudless sky when I visited on a sunny day in September. Named for their location on the border of Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the lakes are situated on a geographic border, too. On one side of a subcontinental divide, water flows north through the Ontonagon River to Lake Superior. On the other side, water runs south, eventually reaching the Mississippi River and spilling into the Gulf of Mexico. The, the need to protect this inholding in a state forest and the important ecological ecological connectivity it has to the greater region is it, just overwhelming. That's Joe Hobel, a local conservationist. We're driving along a winding county road with towering pines on either side. You've got Cedar Ridge and White Pine stand, which is, is developing to just be a beautiful white pine, which could be it, uh, managed for extended rotation so that you grow large trees and, and you know and white pine white pine provides habitat for at least 46 species of songbirds in this area uh, you know how important is that you know Hobble is the acting director of the Northwoods Alliance a nonprofit organization which aims to conserve land and water in the Border Lakes region and the Lake Superior watershed he's been working to protect this forest for decades but despite his best efforts I mean it's, it's been ravaged by fragmentation and development. That's why the Northwoods Alliance jumped on the opportunity to purchase and preserve 200 acres of land when a private landowner approached them looking to sell his property. To his credit, he, he wants to see uh, the, the land protected, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I imagine it wouldn't be all that hard to divide it up and sell it. Oh, it would be, it would be destroyed in a heartbeat in this, in this market. I mean, my goodness, there's new driveways going in everywhere you look, you know. Instead of selling the land for summer homes or an ATV park, the Northwoods Alliance is raising money to convert the land into a community forest. The organization was just awarded a $200,000 federal grant from the U.S. Forest Service to do that. That'll cover about half of the project's expected cost. Establishing a community forest will open the land to the public for things like hunting, hiking, and bird watching. The land can serve as an outdoor classroom for students in grades K through 12 and as grounds for university research. At the same time, it'll protect wildlife habitat and make sure the land is managed as a whole. Neil Bengard is the community forest program manager for the eastern region of the U.S. When it's under single ownership, that you know, that landowner or that group that owns it can you know, manage the entire 500 acres for whatever purposes. But if it is fragmented into, say, 500 acres, so 50, 10-acre tracks, you might have 50 different managements, and so you get this, this, this fragmented um, pattern that's not necessarily natural because it's following property lines instead of, you know, streams or ridgelines or ecosystem types in the property. Bengard says one of the program's biggest benefits is that it keeps land in local control. Um, it gets a lot of, you know, popularity because there's, you know, strong interest in keeping, you know, local decisions locally on how to manage the, the land and keep it forested. The Forest Service funds about a dozen community forest projects annually. Joe Havel is thrilled that this land was selected to be one, but the process hasn't been easy. Why does it take just such monumental dedication to protect the parcel of land? I mean, I've been working on this 
for a year already and it seems like we're just you know we're making steps but they're 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 baby steps frankly and and and, and yet if if this landowner would have wanted to see would have wanted to seen this property just sold and didn't care about the end use of it he could have made a phone call. That would have been accomplished. He'd be long gone with his pocket full of money. With the Forest Service grant and a few other sources of funding, the Northwoods Alliance has raised about two-thirds of the project's total cost. Havel estimates the organization will establish the community forest by this time next year. It might take many more baby steps, but Havel is willing to go the distance, no matter how long that may be. We're faced with incredible challenges going forward. I mean, you know, not only are we faced with a changing climate, but we're we're faced with an extinction crisis. The, the, I, I think the old saying, you know, think globally, but act locally would really come to play here because if, if the, the, the extinction crisis obviously is global, but if we can do any, anything we can at the local level to mitigate that, You know, that's what we have to do. I'm I'm absolutely convinced of that. For WXPR News, I'm Erin Gottsacker in the Border Lakes region.